0: For John Oakley, I'm Arlene Bonin, and Happy Thanksgiving. We are going to go back and take a few calls here as we're waiting on Comrade Black. And as I began the show today, we're going to talk about things that we're grateful for and... I am grateful for a lot of things like this country is that national pride. I was talking about being grateful for Stephen Harper. There's an excerpt from his book, and I I think it's really thoughtful, beautifully written and fantastic. And it does talk about populism. It talks about people's identity of where they are. And let's face it. And we were just taking calls on the on the Brett Kavanaugh, and it's a little example of all the things that are bombastic and changing in the world that we live in. We are in a time where things are just blowing up all over the place. It used to be technology, and everybody was writing all these articles. It's technology. It's changing our world. Now it's the way we think about things. And we've been talking about whether or not women are going to be weaponized politically as we as just one example of where we are right now. Dave in Collingwood. Hello, Dave.
1: Yes, hi there. How are you?
0: Hey, I'm good. Happy Thanksgiving.
1: Oh, well, happy Thanksgiving to you as well. So a very interesting subject, and there were a couple things I wanted to touch on. Mm-hmm. And There were two founders of the Me Too movement that were originally from California. Well, roughly about three weeks ago, one of them has been charged with having sex with a minor.
0: And it was All right, so you know, I, I get it, Dave. Where you're going? You're just saying it totally invalidates everything yeah, that happened. Yeah, and I'm I'm not going to agree with you on that, Dave. Well, but not, no, just because so one, one person, one of the founders, does not mean the whole scene of equality is no, is based but, but, on crazy. It shows it's
1: happening on both sides. So. Yeah, but this.
0: both sides, yeah. Well, so I, you know, we you can't, you can't defame what? it just because one person who is connected with it. Dave, well, but, thank you but for. We have to acknowledge it, the We do, but we did. Nobody is. And a matter of fact, that she paid. Yeah, well, I could, you know, we could end up here for a very long time as we do the both sides thing. Dave, thank you for your call. And now I would like to wish a lovely Thanksgiving to Conrad Black, author, commentator and historian Conrad. How are you? Thank you for being here.
1: Oh, thank you, Arlene. Nice to speak with you again.
0: It is great to talk to you. Let me ask you um, one of the things I started the show with today is, you know, Thanksgiving. We're all grateful and everything. I was extremely grateful <laughs> today. I was grateful for Canada. I was grateful, as I noted. I read the excerpt from our former Prime Minister, Stephen Harper, and I was very grateful that he was the Prime Minister as I read through that article. It's all about populism and kind of understanding the Trump movement. Movement, and also by relating it in a way to Canada. Conrad, what are you grateful for at this time?
1: Uh, yeah, um, I cannot prostrate myself in gratitude for Stephen Harper, although he had his <laughs> moment, and I haven't read the article you refer to, unfortunately. But uh, And I, I do not think this is a sign of impiety or ingratitude, but I wasn't actually aware that this, this was Thanksgiving weekend. It is, is it?
0: It is. Ah, I
1: just didn't know that. Well, I, and uh, yes, I well, look. I'm grateful that I'm in good health at my age. That yes. I have a very happy uh, family and married life. Uh, that I have, if I may say, it resuscitated my career nicely after an extremely difficult time I went through. And um, and it's just generally a good thing to be alive. And we all get depressed sometimes, but or at least uh, with uh, subdued emotions mm-hmm. anyway. And, uh, and and yet, if you think of just how splendid the simple things we take for granted are, the very fact that you can, you know, smell the magnolias and see a blue sky, it's wonderful.
0: And it is wonderful. That. And you know when that was taken away. So... You know that full well. Let me ask you. You know, the uh, Stephen Harper was talking, kind of relating populism here in Canada. We're starting to see some issues get into focus for our election next year. With all your experience, Conrad Black, what are you, what are you seeing that are not just going to be concerns, but maybe real issues for our country next year
1: in the general election? Yes uh... well I, I i think we've got a number of substantial problems obviously the story with canada is always a fundamentally good story it's an educated relatively law-abiding people in a very rich country and and we we don't have serious threats on our borders we may become annoyed with the americans at times but uh, i think the Poles, for example with the russians on one side and the germans on the other historically would have been happy to change places with us but the um, I, 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 this government has a certain amount of explaining to do on the general subject of what has it done with a full four-year mandate. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we have uh, uh, the whole energy policy and the related environmental aspects are a complete fiasco, in my opinion. We we have a government that is essentially telling the oil business that it has no it has no destiny other than to prepare to go out of business. Uh, in order for tokenistic contribution to a reduction of carbon emissions, of which there is no conclusive evidence that carbon emissions have anything to do with uh, with climate change, or even that climate change in anything other than an ordinary way is occurring at all. And and we just shouldn't be doing that. And we shouldn't, we shouldn't be importing a great deal of oil in eastern Canada when we are unable to export the surplus we have in western Canada. It's a shambles. And uh, and I and I think the deficit financing that's gone on has been to no good purpose. Yeah. You can run deficits, obviously, you have to run them in extreme emergencies, like an economic depression or a, or, or, a, or a war, a war where I don't mean a war where we're sending troops to a distant place, I mean, a war where the survival of the country is at stake, as in the World Wars. Uh, There are times when you have to do it, and there are times when you can justify doing it if what you're spending the money on is worthwhile. But that isn't the case here. This has not been a fiscally successful country. And then you have the whole competitiveness issue. We have higher tax brackets at every personal and corporate level, in the United States now does. And the United States has three times the economic growth rate we do, and, uh, and and we've got to do something about it. Historically, when the United States economy is booming, we do well because they mm-hmm. buy from us. Now, at least we prevented a complete breakdown of trade negotiations, although we wasted...
0: What do you think about the deal? The
1: mm, I, I, I think you, you have to be a trade wonk to really evaluate these things, and I'm not. I have to, <laughs> I'd have to see exactly what the fine print says and then study it. Uh, but uh, the fact that we have a deal tells me that it, basically it's something we can live with. If we if we just told the Americans mm-hmm. to get lost because we don't like right-to-work rules and we don't uh, like their attitude to transgender issues or their treatment of the Native people, which is what we were sort of threatening to do, we would have paid for it. I, I mean, you and I, early might not have paid for it, but an awful lot of people would. And and uh, at least we, we steered clear of that. But uh, therefore, given that we do have the close commercial relationship we do with the United States, we should do well when they do well. But in order to capitalize, benefit from, fully from, uh, the, the expansion of the U.S. economy. We're 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 going to have to do better fiscally. We're not going to get our share of international investment at these tax rates, and we're not going to
0: keep, exactly. I mean, we're the, not going to keep
1: wealth in this country the way we should. Uh, do you tax. think
0: there has to be a reckoning here? With one thing, this government is in uh,
1: economics. There is always a reckoning. Economics <laughs> is half psychology and half grade three arithmetic, and you can't get away from grade three. arithmetic. No,
0: you can't. I mean, the, the 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 prime minister has his polls have gone up, and clearly you can by the look on his face that the polls have gone up if he's been jabbing towards the president. However, if the the president is not very popular in Canada, but so economic instability is also not very popular, the tax cut has created a really big un, unlevel playing field here. Do you think the liberals are going to have to deal with that eventually? You know, and maybe the at the polls?
1: the will have to deal with it. You know? uh, there are a few other things. I, I mean, I agree Trump isn't popular, but that's basically because it's just too easy for Canadians to think he's just another loud, boastful American blowhard, and we've seen so many of them, and you know, the hell of it. Uh, he's a John Wayne who doesn't act as well, you know, uh, mm-hmm. but th- that isn't the story. He's actually a very effective president, and, mm-hmm. and and he has done a lot of things that are good for America, and some of them are good for the West, generally.
0: But his popularity is not great. No,
1: but in my opinion, now, we're all unlicensed uh, psychiatrists, so I'm engaging in mind reading here, I am <laughs> right to do it, but I think that uh, the, the government, Justin Trudeau's government was clearly by which I mean Justin himself in his close entourage, were clearly tempted to try an anti-Trump election. But in the end, I think they they pulled back because they knew that a lot of people would see it was hokey, whatever they think of Trump. But also, I think he, like a great many people, are afraid of Trump's ability to ridicule people. And if, if Trump just made one short reference of a disparaging kind, to some of uh, any of Justin's less felicitous uh, aspects, it could sink I mean, he is the sort of guy who is vulnerable to ridicule from an exalted source. And mm-hmm. The president of the U.S., whoever holds that office, is an exalted source.
0: And he loves and he is very, very good at ridiculing. Conrad Black, thank you for joining us. It was so nice to talk to you now, again.
1: Always a pleasure, Arlene. All Happy right. Thanksgiving all to all right. your listeners.
0: You too. Conrad Black, author, commentator, and historian.